Are you afraid to answer your telephone due to collection calls and credit card debts? Allen Marshall and Associates can offer debt settlement plans, which, depending on your circumstances, may relieve 25, 50, even 75% or more of your debt. Licensed and regulated by the Government of Canada, contact Allen Marshall and Associates with local offices through New Brunswick, PEI, and Nova Scotia. Visit wecanhelp.ca to schedule a free consultation and find an office near you. Licensed insolvency trustees operating since 1979. Here is the 88.7 Cove FM Community Calendar. The Community Calendar is brought to you by Aspetagan Heritage Trust. The Phila Cruiser program is on Saturday, November 23rd at the Canadian Tire Store in Upper Tantalum. Help the Hubbard's Area Alliance Club and the Tantalum RCMP fill a cruiser with toys and goods in support of the Hubbard's Area Alliance Club Christmas Hamper Program. If you have an event for the Cove FM community calendar, please email it to events at covefm.com. Parkwood Grill at the Aspetagan Ridge Golf Club is now closed for the season. Thank you for all the support we received this year, and we are looking forward to serving you from our new and expanded menu in the spring. Looking for a place to hold a family dinner party, work function, or just a dinner for two? We are here to make it special. Call 902-857-1333 to book your event for 2020. Come join the fun at the Parkwood Grill, where great food at reasonable prices is par for the course. Great booth for reasonable prices. Here every Wednesday, Cove FM. I'm DJ Topkick. This is Buzz Wednesday. I'm in the booth every Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Doug, however, is not in the booth today. But that's not going to stop me from telling some uh, lovely stories about, well, what do we have here? Boy, seven. Uh-oh. Mistook. Drug Dealer's Ecstasy Tablet for Sweet. Yikes. A handful of 27-year-old Dean Shaw's pills inadvertently ended up in a bag containing an iPad the child was playing with. The youngster discovered the Class A drugs and put a pill in his mouth before spitting it out because it didn't taste nice. Shaw will be sentenced in March. Dundee Sheriff Court was told the incident could have resulted in absolutely catastrophic, catastrophic consequences. Probably a lot of money spent at musical festivals as well. The court was told the carrier bag had been at Shaw's home and was taken away by a woman man and put on her kitchen table. Her son went to play with the iPad and put one of the yellow strawberry-shaped tablets into his mouth and then spat it out. The woman found the pills strewn across the table, upset that her stash had fallen everywhere. Deputy Fiscal Vicky Bell told the court she thought they were sweets and noted that there were some left in the shopping bag. That's her story, at least. She asked the child about the sweets, he said they were not, and he'd put one in his mouth, and it didn't taste nice, so he spat it out. The woman contacted Shaw, who told her the tablets were ecstasy. Miss Bell said the child was taken to Arbroath Minor Injuries Unit and observed, but didn't have any symptoms or in, of ingesting the tablets. 
Police raided Shaw's home and found 3,691 pounds in cash. Yeah, why is this worded so terribly? Police raided Shaw's home and found 3,691 pounds in cash, cocaine with a street value of up to 9,600 pounds, and 28 ecstasy tablets. He told police he didn't know how the tablets got in the bag. He said the only explanation was he had a party, and when people left, someone put them in there because that didn't want to take them into the street. Leftover drugs, classic. Shaw from Arbroath admitted being concerned in the supply of cocaine and possessing ecstasy on August 15th last year. Defense solicitator John Hall said he profoundly and profusely apologizes for this. It is not lost on him that there could have been absolutely catastrophic consequences. He is fully aware that the likely outcome of this case will be a period of custody. Sheriff Lorna Drummond, Quebec City, deferred sentence and released Shaw on bail. These are very serious matters, and custody must be at the forefront of the court's mind. Whoa! That kid was about to fast track into a music festival's dream at a very young music festival goer's dream at a very young age. Luckily, he uh, didn't go down a bad path and he spat it out. So uh, that's how the outcome was for that little gaffer. However, this one here, completely different story. Uh, <clears throat> Boy five takes cocaine to school, said it makes him feel like Spider-Man. A Massachusetts father is being held in jail after his five-year-old brought a bag of you-know-what to his kindergarten class and said it's made him feel like Spider-Man. The child brought a small bag of you-know-what to Lawrence Elementary School in Holyoke, Massachusetts, 90 minutes west of Boston on Thursday, Lieutenant Jim Elbert of the Holyoke Police tells NBC News. When the boys showed up, everyone's favorite... <laughs> when the boys showed everyone's favorite white you-know-what to the teacher, he said he puts the powder in his mouth and it makes him feel like Spider-Man. The baggie was stamped with images of Spider-Man. <laughs> wow. The teacher notified the school's principal, who immediately called the police. Over in Britain, they might say it's calling the Bobby. Police said an ambulance uh, brought the boy to the hospital as a precaution, even though the drugs were sealed. Authorities said they don't believe the boy ingested the, the cocaine. Holyoke police also went to the boy's home where they found his father. Benny Garcia, asleep with not one, not two, but 38 bags of blow and 78 bags of H in the house. Garcia had an outstanding warrant for narcotics, now facing additional charges, Lieutenant Albert said. Police said another child, an infant, 
lived in Garcia's home with their mother, but both kids have been taken into child services. Garcia will be in court on Wednesday, November 20th, where a judge will decide if he can be released on bail. That is today, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to want to keep up to see what the Planet of Earth's number one parents are up to after uh, the outcome of this, where they're, uh, they're either going to be as lucky as this drug-sniffing dog that gets to find drugs at the airport, or they are going to be in jail. So... Wow, I didn't really mean to put this much news about you-know-what into Buzz Wednesday, baby, today. But uh, here it is. UK airport sniffer dogs. Good at finding sausages, but not good at finding drugs. Lawyer, lawyer. A team of sniffer dogs set up at a... Bri oh, yes, uh, this story was contributed contributed by Captain Midnight, a.k.a. the Admiral, and that uh, previous story about the uh, Spider-Man gear. That was uh, contributed by my buddy Drew out in Vancouver, who's uh, probably out sailing or playing with sails or talking to people about sails. And uh, just in case you know, you may want to get your, your gear on the weekend, not too far before, where you got to buy more gear. A team of sniffer dogs set up at a British airport at a cost of 1.25 million pounds have proved adept at discovering small amounts of cheese and sausage. But not so good at finding smuggled drugs, a report said on Thursday. An inspection of border security at Manchester Airport in northern England, in Nerder, England, found that during a seven-month period, the six dogs had failed to find any illegal Class A drugs, those considered the most dangerous, such as H and cocaine. The deterrent effect of the detection dogs was difficult to measure, but seizures alone represented a low return on investment, giving $1.25 million spent on new kennels that costs of operating the unit, said the report by Independent Chief Inspector of Borders and Immigration. Each dog has its own specialty in detecting goods such as drugs, tobacco, cash, and meat being illegally brought into the airport by 22 million passengers who use it annually. However, the report found that although the sniffers had helped customs seize 46 kilograms of cigarettes, and 181 kilograms of beef, they had uncovered no Class A drugs between November 2014 and June 2015, even though this was a very high priority. It said one dog trained to find smuggled animal products had made multiple accurate detections, but most were of small amounts of cheese or sausages. Wrongly brought back by returning British holidaymakers and posing minimal risk to UK public health. Managers are now examining how better to deploy the dogs, reports said. In perfect cursive. How about you try uh, writing risotto on the chalkboard, Billy? So uh, that's quite interesting. 
And it's also good to know that uh, our human rights aren't being stripped away so bad, and uh, dogs like this are looking out for us, because uh, us and the dogs have to look out for each other. So uh, that is a very good jo job, dog by done, dar damn it. So that's definitely every dog that hasn't found your favorite stash is going to be the wolfer of the week for, uh, for eternity. But we are just going to see who the wolfer of the week is today and who's going to get an immense amount of garlic bread and bacon bits. I found it right here. Hero Dog Saves Injured Koala. Wow from Australian bushfire. A rescue dog was sent into the wreckage of Australian bushfires to sniff out stranded koala bears. Wow, see now this dog's really putting its sniffer to something that we can all, can all uh, set our watch to. The dog named Bear helped save the injured koalas following wildfires which devastated swaths of New South Wales. Who's gonna give Bear a drive to karate? How is Bear going to get his yellow belt if no one drives him to karate? Wearing socks to protect his paws, he went into burnt oat areas to detect the native Australian animals by sniffing out their feces in fur. Feces spelled wrong. Bear was given up by his former owners and he was not well suited to life as a pet because he was intelligent and highly energetic. His former owners probably weren't too intelligent buying him either. He now works as a koala detection dog for International Fund of uh, Animal Welfare alongside his handler, Rihanna. She might put out a couple tracks. He, when the pet turned, rescue dog smells a koala. He sits very still to alert Rihanna that an animal is nearby. The pair joined a search and rescue effort in the Northern Rivers region of New South Wales, where weeks of bushfires has killed six people. The team searched an indigenous protected area, I can't pronounce it, Nunia Yargoon, near Wardell, which has been ravaged by two fires in the past month. The conditions were against bear with strong winds, making it hard to pinpoint exact locations. However, he detected koalas at a number of locations, allowing the rescue team to go in and save them. IFAW's wildlife campaigner Josie Sherrod said, Now more than ever, saving individual koalas is critical. With such an intense start to the bushfire season, it will be many weeks and months before some of these fires are out. All the while, wildfires will continue to need to be rescued. Why is this written so poorly? All the wild, wild life will continue to need to be rescued and treated and may remain in care for some time. The road to recovery will be long. The impact on local communities will be felt for many months. And the toll on native wildlife and critical habitat will never truly be known. Northern Rivers Corollas, Cruella de Vil in the Big Black Cadillac are already struggling with prolonged drought. 
excessive land clearing, and developed stress-related disease, dog attacks, and car strikes. These animals need us now more than ever. People in Sydney woke up to a city shrouded in smoke on Tuesday as scores of bushfires still rage across the region. Strong winds overnight brought smoke from fires inland, pushing the air quality in Sydney beyond hazardous levels. On social media, locals have described hazy skies and the stench of smoke in their homes. About 5 million people live in the state capital of New South Wales, which has been affected for weeks by fires. Wow, what a... What an interesting time uh, for animals. we got to watch out for our guinea pigs, our koalas, and these dogs are just doing more for us than we could ever ask for. So um, also on that note, just uh, learned somebody bought a house in Chester the other day. I think it might have been California they were living in. I can't remember. Somewhere out, the, out there they moved away to avoid all the fires going on. And uh, as much as I have so many other amazing stories of rescue and substance, I have to go back to work, folks. My name's DJ Topkick. My, da my dad, Doug, Muddy, Muddy Dog Dag Doug is going to be back next Dog Darn Wednesday from 1 to 2 p.m. with me. And the week after that, neither of us will be in attendance. Just look me up on Spotify or uh, Google and even iTunes or Anchor. Listen to me anytime you want. Ignore me anytime you want. DJ Top Kekaya, the bad man, is leaving the out of control room and the cheese board, baby. Hard liquor. From Black Point to East River, this is 88.7 Cove FM. <laughs>